Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Back at it again. It's another edition of the NUC NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. I am your host, Rick Saratella, for another edition. Counting you down to that 2016 NFL Draft. Just 70 days away. 7-0, folks. And, uh, Five days away or six days away from the NFL scouting combine. We'll be on location uh, on the ground with all kinds of coverage, so make sure you check out NFLDraftBible.com for that one. Of course, you can take advantage of our free 30-day trial, too. Uh, My promo code for that is RIC2015. And a shout-out to our good friends at MyFantasyLeague.com, your fantasy football web hosting solutions. They have all the customizable features and options that you want to run, whether it's a dynasty league or a one-season league. So uh, check out our good friends over at MyFantasyLeague.com. Now, uh, today's guest, we have another under-the-radar prospect that we want to put on your radar because he's definitely on the radar of NFL scouts, and we're going to get to know him a little bit better today. Actually, in my neck of the woods up uh, Metro North over in the Bronx, and uh, let's welcome him into the show right now. He is Fordham offensive lineman Garrick Mayweather. He joins us right now on the hotline. How you doing today, Garrick? Pretty good. How about yourself? I actually just got out of class. <laughs> just got out of class. There you go, over there by the Botanical yes, Gardens, I know. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll definitely be up at your pro day. We always look forward to seeing uh, Joe DeBarry and, and the Fordham yep. staff up there. They always do a great job. And, uh, let's start off with Fordham because, uh, you know, you're from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So, I mean, That's tell it. me first off, how did you land in the Bronx uh, coming from Baton Rouge? Well, okay, so um, our our former head coach, Coach Moorhead, uh, you know, he recently took a job at Penn State. But before he was at Fordham, he, um, he, was, at, he was offensive coordinator at UConn. So I was getting recruited by UConn, uh, and he was actually uh, the recruiter that I was talking to the most. Uh, and then I get a call probably late December, early January um, from him saying, hey, you know, if you have any official visits left, I'd like I'd like for you to um, come check out the school, my alma mater, the school that I'm, you know, the head coach at now, Fordham University. And I was like, okay, yeah, Fordham University, uh, where's that, you know? <laughs> Uh, it was one of those things that I had never, you know, I had never even heard of Fordham, but, um, you know, um, found out it was in New York and I was like, Hey, yeah, definitely. I'll take an official visit there. Didn't really know what my expectations were coming into the official, but, you know, I had just gotten off one with Howard, which, uh, you know, liked, liked it quite a bit. Um, but I just got a feeling when I came, when I came on campus, uh, love the people, love the coaching staff. And, you know, you can't really argue with New York city. So, <laughs> Uh, that's kind of yeah, a lot of good up food up there on uh, Arthur Avenue in the Bronx. I know all about it. We got Garrick Mayweather, Fordham offensive lineman, joining us here 
Player Spotlight Show. I'm your host, Rick Saratella. Again, no, Garrick and uh, bringing you his story. So it, it worked out pretty well, Garrick, because, you know, you actually saw action uh, your freshman year. I think you played a few games, and then you went on to start the past three seasons. And yes, this Fordham offense here, I mean, this is not your regular uh, offense. I mean, you guys uh, set some some uh, numerous records over the past two seasons, a high-scoring offense, actually uh, a handful of players on that roster, not just this year, but the, the upcoming years. Fordham is on the rise, and there's quite a few players on the NFL radar. Uh, explain to us, you know, for the listeners that maybe don't have their finger on the pulse for Fordham football, uh, let's get your perspective on the type of offense that you run, the style of play, and uh, some of the responsibilities that you had involved with the Fordham uh, offense. Okay, yeah, well, um, we run a spread offense with no huddle, uh, very fast-paced to say the least. Um, I think over my over my four-year tenure here, we've probably been averaging right around 80 plays a game, um, which is a tremendous amount, which is also, mm-hmm. one of the reasons that we, you know, uh, rack up as many yards as we do, um, both because we do get more plays and because we kind of tire out defenses. That's that's kind of our uh, our mo to kind of outlast the defenses and kind of do what we do for longer than they could do what they than they can do what they do. Um, run a lot of zone scheme um, uh, with a lot of options off of off of a lot of our plays. Uh, we, you know, the kind of the the thing in the the thing in college offenses now is the read option. We do a lot of that. Um, but my responsibility, especially this year, uh, and the last the last two seasons, but mostly this year, hasn't only been you know um, the you know technical parts of the offense. It hasn't just been my blocking responsibility or. Um, or you know, you know, protecting the quarterback, opening up holes. It's really been uh, kind of helping the team along this year. We, you know, nobody really gave us a chance this season, um, except for ourselves, of course, because of, because of all the guys we were leaving. Uh, we had 18 new starters this season. Um, so, like I said, nobody really gave us a chance. We had a, a lot of freshmen, a lot of guys who didn't have very much playing time. And the goal this season in the off season leading into the past this past season was um for us to kind of grow up collectively as a team and gel as a as a as a unit both offensively and defensively and you know uh our first, it started off with that first win against uh against army you know nobody gave us a chance but you know except ourselves and i think that speaks to the fact not only not only my leadership but the leadership of the guys of, of all of our seniors and the willingness of the um, of the newer guys to kind of step in and um, and buy into our culture. So I um, I think more than more than just the technical aspect, more than just the 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 um, schematic schematics and the inner workings of our offense, I think the culture is what is what has had us um, successful the past few years. Yes, and you guys, you know, finished off nine and three, made a championship yep. run, uh, yep. you know, against that game in Chattanooga. But you mentioned the first game against Army. You guys won thirty-seven, thirty-five. Set a statement early on. 
at the beginning of the season and 80 plays a game. I mean, that's incredible. I don't even know if if the Oregon Ducks are even running that many plays. Uh, And and you look at the the scores, I mean, some of the wins you guys rattled off, uh, September into October, I mean, that stretch was was incredible. You guys didn't lose uh, for about two months, and 44 points, 54, 35, 48, 47, 59. Uh, So talk about a high-powered offense. And I would imagine, you know, you talk about some of the – adaptation at the next level in the NFL, a lot of these teams kind of uh, incorporating some of this uh, up-tempo, spread, read-option type of offenses at the next level, and I I would think that bodes well for you, uh, not only for that reason, but also I would think that you're in better condition than a lot of the other offensive linemen, uh, you know, eligible for the NFL draft when you play that amount of plays. I would imagine you have to uh, be in better condition. And, you know, you mentioned the wearing down of of the defenses. And and when you watch you guys play, some of those three, four-yard games in in the first quarter all of a sudden start becoming big bursts in the fourth quarter as you guys start wearing these defenses down. Am I accurate with that? Yes, sir. Actually, um, I would say probably the the – the freshest uh, example of that in my memory would be we actually during the Lafayette game this year um, talk about wearing down defenses uh, towards the end of the second quarter. We ran, I think, inside zone to the left <clears throat> probably six six or seven times in a row on one drive, back to back to back to back, and we you know it was a, it was an automatic it was an automatic call during that drive so. I think the first one we gained four yards, lined up right back. Within within about ten seconds, the ball was snapped again. We gained another eight or nine yards. Then we broke a big one for about twenty. Then we broke another one for about twenty. And then we were we were into the goal line, and two plays later we were in all six times in the same play. So, you know, uh, and especially with the substitution rules, you know. It, we don't have if we don't bring anybody new in the the defense doesn't have time to bring anybody in, so um, that kind of that kind of epitomizes what we tried to do uh, on that drive and you know I don't think I don't think I've ever been a part in, uh, of anything like that certainly not a certainly not a drive like that before uh, you can you could consciously feel um, you can kind of feel them wearing down and um, and mm-hmm. plays got easier and easier as the drive went on so. Yep, yep, and uh, as they're getting physically pounded, they're getting mentally defeated, and exactly. uh, yeah, that's that'll be a game I guess for NFL scouts if they're listening right now. Check out that Lafayette game, and boy, I mean, you know, your running back Chase Edmonds, uh, you know, too bad uh, you're not at the NFL level yet because the way you block for your running back, I mean, he should be buying you gold watches or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that Lafayette game, I mean, he had 234 yards. Uh, I know Lehigh, he ran for 347. In fact, he had, I think, seven games just this season alone where he went over uh, 125 yards. But uh, over the last two years, I mean, you guys are just have been really uh, prolific running the ball. Uh, just 
you know, just himself alone, your, your running back, uh, Chase Edmonds, has 3,500 yards rushing over the past two seasons, and he, he scored 43 rushing touchdowns. So you talk about um, up-tempo and, and nonstop at your throat. Mm. You know, I, I think a guy like Chip Kelly and some of these other coaches are, are definitely going to find some appeal to your skill set, Garrick. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit more about your game and, you know, some of the things that you're doing now. Obviously, you're doing combine-style type of training. But yes, coming into your senior season, we'll get to that in a second, what kind of, uh, um, you know, what kind of aspects of your game, what, what areas were you working on trying to get better and kind of polish coming into your senior season? Okay, well, you you know, you got your – the things that you, you're going to work on regardless, you're going to work on your foot speed, you're going to work on your strength, you're going to work on, you know, hand placement and things of that nature as, as an offensive lineman. But um, our coaches kind of do a, uh, do a pretty good job of, uh, like, scouting guys at the end of the season and, you know, encouraging us to self-scout ourselves at the end of the season and uh, let us know what we need to work on and, and such. So after my junior year um, – I think the biggest opportunity for me to improve and, you know, ever improving. So I'm always, I'm always looking, looking to improve, especially in this aspect that I know may be a little bit, uh, that I may have a little more room to improve in, uh, would be, uh, that sometimes I, uh, I, I tend to get out of control, I tended to get out of control, especially my junior season, um, within a play. So, uh, you know, I, I, I go for, used to go for the knockout blow quite a bit, um, I mean, I like like knocking guys down. That's a that's a big part of my game. Uh, getting the knockdowns, getting the you know pancakes, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, just being a little, being really aggressive and being. But uh, you know, I, I think I, I made great strides in playing within myself because uh, you know, with those, com- you know, c- what what comes with the the knockdown block and comes with you know being uh, over aggressive. You know, every once in a while you'll get pulled through or you'll get. Uh, You'll you know you'll you'll get on the edge and get and get shucked uh, off of a block. So um, I think playing within myself uh, was something I really really worked on uh, this off season, and I still am working on it. Um, playing with with more control. And you know you mentioned the physicality and mixing it up and hitting people. Uh, I believe you were out at the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl out in California. And, yes, sir. I you was. Know, you had an opportunity. You had an opportunity to kind of, you know, take take uh, your game and compare it to some of the other top prospects coming out for this year's draft. Uh, not only, you know, at the FCS but the FBS level, uh, you had some pretty, you know, uh, major conference players at that game. You know, how do you think you fared in, in those one-on-one drills? I mean, uh, the, I know the scouts love. Those those trench warfare drills, uh, and, oh, yeah. and you know, tell us how, how did you fare, and, and uh, you know, how did you stack up in your opinion? I mean, how was the competition out there? Uh, it was it was really good competition, and I'm not gonna lie, it uh, you know, as expected, it took it took me about a day to to adjust to the speed of the game, to adjust to the you know to the to the strength and physicality of some of the other players, just because you know, let's face it, you know, I, it, it was better talent than I'd ever played against um, uh, during the season, you know, during my seasons at Fordham. Um, so, you know, 
it was there was an adjustment period, but after the first day of practice, I kind of took off. I um, I felt very comfortable, and uh, really really proved to myself more than anyone else that that um, that I can play with these guys and that I, that I could that I could play just as well um, on a higher level as I did um, at Fordham on the FC, at, at the FCS level. Uh, had a few knockdowns in the game. I don't know if you. You got to watch it. Um, yes, sir. Had a, had a key block for uh, for our first touchdown in the first half. Uh, so I think I personally I think I I, I did well. Um, so obviously, like I said, always room to improve. And, and you know, it's just a week of practice uh, before the game. Uh, but I not gonna say satisfied. Not not gonna say completely satisfied, but. I, I did, um, I think, take care of my take care of my business at the game uh, that week. No, it's it's a solid, uh, humble uh, assessment, and uh, I think accurate. And it's it's funny because, you know, there was a player last year from a small school college, Ali Marpet, out of Hobart, yes, sir. and he had the same exact experience. Whereas, you know, the first day. Same, same exact thing, you know, adjusting to the speed, uh, and, and you know, people were starting to question whether he belongs. And then, boom, the next day, he knew what to expect. And then he went on to have one of the strongest uh, weeks of practice of any player, and, and you know, the rest is history. He went on to get drafted in the third round. So, yep. um, you know, there, 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 there is that you know, little adjustment, but, you know, like you said, it's really not that big of a deal. The next day, you know what to expect and you adapt. And I think, uh, you know, the coaches will pick that up and, and uh, sense that and uh, definitely find that appealing. Now, talk about the combine training is a whole different experience. I've seen it firsthand. I know what it entails. You go from preparing for a game to, you know, trying to improve your technical aspects on certain kind of uh, athletic drills. It's a, it's a different style of training. A lot of it is mental reps. Uh, take yep. us through your training regimen, uh, where are you training. I, I hear you're up at class, so I'm assuming you're probably training on campus if you're still attending school. But yep. what kind of uh, training are you doing? What are some of the areas that you're working on? Take us through your prototypical day. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely different. Uh, you're right about that. Um, so I am working out on campus at Fordham with um, our strength coach, um, Coach Timothy Ream. And uh, honestly, I do think I think it was the best option for me. He's um, not only very accessible on campus, but uh, he's very knowledgeable. He was a track guy, um, and although he's the head football, you know, he's our head football uh, trainer. He's the head trainer at. Uh, Fordham period, but um, he he's very insightful and, and, and knows what he's doing with this. So I'm lifting four days a week, um, and then three times a week with him I'm working on um, combine-specific training. Um, so we're doing starts for – we're doing, you know, starts for everything. And, and I, you know, I tell him all the time, it's uh, – it, feel, it feels so repetitive. And not, not, not that, like – you know, regular football drills um, and football training isn't somewhat repetitive, but it feels like you know, um, you you know, you do ten starts and you're like, oh, 
you know, I kind of want to get into get into this, but you know that that the starts are, you know, the start is what we're working on today. The start is what really is uh-huh. is what really matters, and the repetition of the starts is is what's going to bring you, you know, going to bring you success in this area. Is getting you better at at the start because the start is so important. But um, like I said, it's different, and you got to kind of scale back a little bit in mentally almost just because you want to go, you just want to get it done. You want to do it, but you know, there, there are, there is baby steps. There are steps you have to take to it. And I think, um, coach Reem is really, is really helping me to understand that and helping me to, um, understand the mechanics of what's going on and he taking, taking time out of his very busy schedule to help me. And, you know, he's not, you know, excuse my language, but he's not half-assing it. He's, he's, he's really, you know, he's working as hard as I am to, to, to help me through the process. So, um, oh, yeah. I really do appreciate that. A lot of pride. A lot of pride at that Fordham football program. And, you know, it yeah. goes back to the roots of Vince Lombardi. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, don't know that. But uh, there, there's a big display of Vince Lombardi who played at Fordham. And, and there's a lot of pride in that football program. So, you know, it, it's, uh, it is. It's a, it's a mental, tedious process. And, I have players tell me all the time, you know, after they run that second 40-yard dash after, uh, at their pro day, it's like the greatest feeling in the world because you'll never yeah. have to run another 40 ever again. Yeah. You know, so uh, it, it, it's it's a process. And, you know, we got 70 days until the draft. Uh, I'm sure your guys' uh, pro day, I think, is at the end of March usually, but another month or so you guys will have – your pro day, and of course, you know the combine will be going on next week. So, are you a guy yep. now that'll sit home and and watch the competition, or do you don't pay attention to that? What, what's your take on the combine coming up? Well, it's all it's, it's always good to kind of know where where you are in, as far as you know compared to everyone else. Uh, the last couple of years, I've been you know looking at combine, look, watching the combine very closely, um, looking at you know times and you know uh bench numbers and but but more than anything I've been you know looking at the on the field drills um I think that's an area where I will excel not saying I won't you know do well in any other ones but I think that's it's important that um teams get a chance to you know look at my footwork and look at you know what I can do um on the field um so you know I, I definitely tailor my my workouts to to the to the combine uh, or to you know uh, pro day drills and, and and things of that nature. So yeah, I'll be in short. I'll be I'll be there watching. I'll be watching. Yeah, no, that's you a know. good point though because you know you it's true. You get an opportunity to see the type of drills that you know the scouts are going to put you through at your pro day. It's very similar. And honestly, uh, you know, you I've heard, hey, uh, they put me through some drills out there I've never seen before. I, I, yep. I've seen it. I, I've, and so, you know, watching the combine, it makes sense uh, from that perspective that, hey, yeah, you can get familiar with the kind of drills that they might put you – and then you do know uh, what to expect and what to prepare for, and you can go out and practice it and, and get a little bit better at it. Um, we're talking to Garrick Mayweather here, Fordham University, winding down here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. 
with your host, Rick Saratella. And, uh, you know, I guess a couple more for you, Garrick, and we'll let you go. Uh, you know, we've, we've uh, really dug into your playing career. I'm curious to know how about something that we might not know about you, and it could be on the playing field, off the playing field, but uh, something that, you know, maybe hasn't been reported or, or an interest, interesting tidbit about you that we might not know about. Hmm. All right, interesting tidbit about me, and this is kind of my go-to, uh, so you may have heard already, but uh, in high school, I played four years of varsity tennis. Um, and I was actually my junior year, I was playing doubles, and we, me and my partner, uh, me and my partner, Miller Hain, we we won the uh, regional title in, in tennis. Uh, so uh, I am an avid tennis player. Uh, you know whether whether it be just uh, playing doubles with my with my um, with my parents and my younger sister whenever when I get home, or whether it be playing with you know some of the some of the people on campus during the summer that that uh, that are around. Uh, I do like to to get after on the tennis court as well. <laughs> How do you like that? So no, I did not know that, and uh, that's. That's an interesting tidbit for sure. I mean, you know, big man with the fancy footwork. We'll just call oh, you yeah. the dancing bear now. So uh, <laughs> I dig it. Um, I also see your father played at uh, Louisiana at Lafayette. So um, you know, it's in it's in your genes as well. Some some good bloodlines. Uh, your father yeah. played some college ball. I see here. So. Yes, all right, very good. Last question for you, Garrick, and we'll get you out of here. I appreciate you spending okay. some time with us. We always end it on this one for any NFL team out there listening, uh, whether mm-hmm. it be a general manager, a scout, a coach, an executive. I want you to tell us why that team should draft Garrick Mayweather. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to try to stay away from the cliche, you know, uh, the work hard and the you know, I'm a credit to your team and all that stuff because, you know, when it comes down to it at this level, um, I think that those are kind of prerequisites. You know, everybody's going to work hard. Everybody's going to, you know, mm-hmm. try to do what they can to to better the team. I think what I bring to the table, um, aside from my versatility, because you know I play I play all three interior guard, all, all three interior lineman positions, uh, center and both guards. Uh, and I also can short snap uh, for field goals and and uh, things like that. Um, but I think what I bring, um, what I can guarantee, I'll bring every you know every day is a respect is uh, respect for the game. And I think a healthy respect for the game is kind of what you know kind of gets lost in the sauce a little bit. It's um, you know I give I give the game and the people who play the game you know the, the respect that they deserve because it. It's a it's a tough it's it's a tough game it's a beautiful game and it's it's a game that I that I've grown up with a love for, um, and I think that uh, you know you uh, it, it deserves it deserves um, proper respect and uh, and that 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 um, encompasses your work ethic that encompasses you know your your off the field um, your your off the field uh attitude and off the field and the things you do off the field um if you give the proper respect to the game i think it'll you know 
nothing but good comes from it. So I think that's that's kind of what I what I bring to the game. I uh, bring to the team. And I'm sensing some of that Fordham football pride bleeding through your veins, Garrick. Oh, so, definitely. Uh, definitely. We appreciate, uh, yeah, we we appreciate that response. And again, we appreciate uh, your time here today and uh, sharing your story. So we'll be keeping tabs on your draft journey. Please do keep us posted. Do we have a pro sure. day uh, date set yet? Do you know? Yeah, actually, actually, the pro day uh, this year is going to be March 10th. March 10th. Okay, so yeah, early so it's March. coming up. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I will definitely be there personally, so I look forward to meeting you in person. And uh, in the meantime, you know, yeah, we'll uh, keep us posted if anything pops up between now and then. If not, we'll we'll link up on Pro Day. And uh, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much. All right, there you have it, Garrick Mayweather. Joining us here, bringing you the names you need to know first, and you talk about passion and pride, and uh, reminds me a little bit of uh, Orlando Pace talking about uh, you know the history of the game and and uh, you know very similar characteristics and traits, and I'm looking forward now to the long snapping at his pro day. I think that'll be something NFL scouts will find uh, to be a valuable asset: the versatility, being able to play different positions, but then also being able to long snap. Uh, that's always an added bonus. So uh, there you have it, Garrick Mayweather's draft journey. And we will uh, be posting this interview up on the website. If you just tuned in, caught the, the latter part of the interview, you can catch the archives on the Blog Talk radio. Uh, we'll get a scouting report up on Garrick before the draft. And like I said, we'll be at that Fordham Pro Day, so uh, we'll catch up with him there and and hopefully have some video footage of his Pro Day workout, try to link up with him there and and bring bring you the updates that you need to know because that's what we do here at the NFL Draft 5. We'll bring you the names you need to know first since 2002. Don't forget, check out NUCGold.com. Sign up for your 30-day free trial. Use my promo code RIC2015. And in about one minute, we're going to hop off, do the boogie-woogie, jump back on. Uh, you can catch us over at the All Access Football Channel where Joe Everett will be joining me. We're going to be doing our combine preview show with the wide receivers and tight end position, and we'll be talking uh, studs, duds, and snubs. And uh, when we get to offensive line, Garrett Mayweather will definitely be one of our snubs. So tune in for our offensive line preview. We'll talk more about him on that episode. In the meantime, we'll catch everybody in about, oh, one minute or so. Thanks for listening. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.